it's time for Monday Night Sports Talk on News Talk 1400 WDWS Champaign-Urbana. Featuring the News Gazette media sports writers, Matt Daniels, Bob Osmussen, and Scott Ritchie. Delivering the latest insights on the Illini and more. Join the program by calling 217-356-9397 or send a text to the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357. Now, here are the News Gazette media sports writers and your host, Steve Kelly. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Monday Night Sports Talk with you until 6 o'clock this evening here on this Lovely first Monday of August, August the 2nd. It is 510. Temperature is 76 degrees. Matt Daniels is with us, as always, on Monday. How you doing, Matthew? Good, Steve. How are you? Okay. You awake and ready to go? I'm fired up. It's the first day of Illinois football practice, so uh, season starts in 26 days. Isn't that hard to believe, kind of? Ready we're to, ready. Ready to strap on my pads if Brett Bieleman needs, you know, a... Uh, Walk on long snapper, <laughs> maybe. I think he's got enough of a long snapper. You got to play a position if you're going to get in the lineup. Sports media person who actually can watch <laughs> practice. Scott Th- Ritchie. That, that position's not available. <laughs> it doesn't exist anymore. So. Scott Ritchie, a well known basketball beat writer, is also doing some football work uh, this fall, right? Yeah, back into it. And uh, you know, today was technically day two uh, of training camp. They had. You know, at least got together Sunday and you know, talked about things and <laughs> how the, how they want the season to go. And it, it, there was no actual football on Sunday, but this maybe morning, they talked football. They officially checked in. Yeah, this morning they were on the field at Memorial Stadium, and it was open for about fifteen minutes of the very beginning of practice. And I was recording a podcast, so I didn't go out there, but. I've seen him stretch before, so I'm not sure I missed a whole lot. <laughs> and we got a chance to talk with Brett Bielma and, and four players after practice, and you know things are uh, – it's back. I mean, the the crazy wild athletic season uh, didn't seem to end all that long ago, but we're, we're back at it again. We'll have some comments from Brett Bielma about a couple of position changes. Not earth-shattering news, but on the first day, a couple of things uh, to note. Uh, Virgil Brown – appears to be moving, and uh, Brett will talk about that from offensive line to defensive line. And Shamad Cooper is playing a little outside linebacker. Yeah, so not as maybe a bigger move for Shamad Cooper, right. just going from inside linebacker to outside. But it, it is a different position, different skill set they're looking for. And um, I think they were a little thin at that outside linebacker spot, so they they won't use as many inside linebackers. Just one, so uh, they just uh, they they made the shift there. Here's what the, the Illini head coach had to say about those position changes after practice today. Yeah, so Verdes has been a guy kind of jumped out to me since the get go. Um, I know he started games here on the offensive line. Uh, got great short area quickness, very powerful. Um, I know out of high school they said he was kind of recruited both ways. I just uh, went to him about two weeks before summer camp was done. I said, hey, this is kind of what I'm thinking. What do you think? And, and you know, obviously when I ask guys to change positions, I always put it in their terms and their decision, and he, he quickly gravitated towards it. Um, I thought actually today went pretty good. Um, uh, I, I know that the, the room, uh, the D-line room, took him in with open arms, and, and uh, I know J-Mo is excited to get him, so just getting maximizing our roster. Yeah. And then Shimon Cooper, too. Yeah, Shimon. Um, really, you know, if you think about it up, uh, from a defense point of view, we, 
We added about 15 guys to practice today that we've never seen, from Jake Hansen to Shimon Cooper uh, to a lot of uh, inside backers, a couple outside backers, a couple defensive linemen. So Shimon, I was just kind of watching the limited amount of times I could you know, view him during the summer and talking with Tank about where his strength numbers were. Let's, we're kind of thin at the outside linebacker spot. Let's see where, where you can go. And uh, so we, again, prevent, presented it to Shimon. He went back during discretionary week, came back, said, Coach, I want to try it. And, uh, I didn't get to watch him as much today as I wanted, but I think the positive the results are positive. Brett Bielma, after the first workout today, they won't put the pads on till Saturday. So they're not doing any hitting right now. But uh, it's an interesting point there, Matt. That he said a lot of guys they haven't seen yet. And <laughs> that's, you, you kind of forget about that. Yeah, that's very true. Obviously, they went through spring ball uh, back in, in March and April. But, uh, you know, he mentioned Jake Hansen not, not going through spring practice last year. Other guys like Mike Epstein and, and Alex Palcheski as, as well, just notable starters and contributors in the past. And obviously all the, the incoming freshmen as well, that their heads are probably spinning right now after going through their, their first uh, college football practice and also the transfers that Brett Bielma's program has has brought in uh, this offseason. So uh, just based on, on the number of newcomers as well. And, and the thing of it too is you're dealing with new coaches and, and new assistant coaches and new schemes. So I'm sure everyone is adjusting as best they can. Obviously the spring practices – helped in that regard for the veterans returning but to get out there for the first time and and really two years as well because last year they started practice and then stopped and then came back when the season got going and now this feels like almost like a true training camp albeit from our perspective you know it's not open the practices aren't open like they traditionally were for the better part of, of two decades with Illinois football and We'll just we'll move on from that, but uh, yeah, it's interesting just to it's nice just to have kind of um, you know a sense of normalcy back with with August rolling around. You always expect around these parts. Okay, it's Illinois football training camp opens up, and and that's what happened today. If you'd like to join us, two one seven three five six nine three nine seven is the phone number. As we mentioned, first day of pads comes up the, on the weekend. By the way. Practices are not only closed to the media, they're closed to the public as well. They're open to the media, kind of, <laughs> and then uh, then closed, but they're not open to the media at all. Phone lines are open. Let's go to the phones. Hey, you're on Sports Talk, Monday Night Sports Talk. Go ahead. Steve Kelly, I want to ask uh, Mr. Ritchie what he thinks about uh, our, our buddy going to the Chicago Bulls at number 38. I think it's an upset at 38. I didn't think it would happen. I was very, very surprised, but a lot of people have said that's exactly what should have happened. And I want to hear what Scott Ritchie has to say about it and what kind of pro he'll, he'll uh, be with the Bulls. They got a ball today, so it looks like they're really serious about making themselves a lot better. So I want to hear what Scott Ridge has to say, and I'll listen to what you have to say. Thanks for a lot. Okay, yeah, appreciate the call, Neil. Thank you very much. You were up there, Scott, uh, the other night, Thursday yeah. night. Yeah, and maybe not so patiently waiting for Ayo Sumu to hear his <laughs> name called and got it just in before deadline. That was sort of my concern. I'm sure maybe he was worried about other things. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, heading into the draft, even that, that Thursday – most of the mocks had him going in the, the late first round, somewhere in the 20s, but there were a few. Um, ESPN's Jonathan Gavoni had him going in the second round. Uh, Kevin O'Connor from The Ringer had him in the second round. I believe Jeremy Wu from Sports Illustrated also had him early in the second round. And There were 
as things shook out, guys that jumped into the first round ahead of him, and really it was kind of they all went back to back, 24, 25, 26, with Josh Christopher, Quentin Grimes, uh, and Bones Highland. There were guys that really helped themselves at the combine, and particularly in you know when they went five on five and played some actual games. And Io didn't participate in that part. And maybe if he does, do you think he wish he did? Hell, well, I mean, I think the fact that he landed in Chicago, like all is well. Mm-hmm. Um, but those three guys did, and he didn't, and they jumped in the first round. And it's read out. into that what you will, I guess. Yeah, I mean, there's no telling. Like if Io would have participated and played well. Does he get one of those first-round spots? I mean, you never really know. You know. Teams like guys just for a multitude of different reasons. But Chicago, I mean, couldn't be a better fit. I mean, this guy that grew up a Bulls fan, you know, his mom tweeted out a picture of him, a very young, I would assume, wearing a Bulls jersey. And he gets to stay home and yeah, all his friends and family can easily watch him play. And... I don't know that he'd trade that for a first-round pick. I'm not, I'm not sure because he seems to be, you know, a part of what the Bulls are going are gonna to do moving forward. We'll talk more basketball-related items coming up, more football. Colin Likas will join us. We need to take our first break, though, at 5.18. Stay with us. This is Monday Night Sports Talk. Feel free to join us if you'd like, and we're back after this. Honey, we need that new refrigerator. Remember, you promised. Oh, boy, I can't wait. Excuse me? The other day, you were really bummed and stressed all to pieces. That was when you said you wanted to go to the lumber yard. But now we're going to Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. I'm Dennis Regan, owner of Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. Do you dread making a new appliance purchase? Boy, I sure was. You ever been in a big box store? Getting someone to help is like... Hello? And how about service after the sale with reliable technicians? I honestly didn't think that existed anymore. Well, Dick Van Dyke has you covered. Like nobody else. Honey, we can't just stop with a refrigerator. I want to get a new range dishwasher maybe a microwave sure thing but i planned on going to dick van dyke the lumber yard is for that new deck i need you to build uh oh wow dick van dyke appliance world when you buy from us you get the whole store the ribeye has the best the greatest steak in town the sound of sizzling steaks is synonymous with the ribeye, the great one steak place on South Neal Street in Champaign. After you tackle the great salad bar, the sizzling ribeye arrives at your table cooked to your liking. The ribeye, 1701 South Neal Street, Champaign. The ribeye is the best. We're the one, the great one steak place. Now open for indoor dining. Lauren Tate, Matt Daniels, Scott Ritchie, Colin Likas, and Bob Osmussen drive the definitive Alina Sports portal, AlinaHQ.com. Your place for nonstop Alina coverage as it happens, all day, all night, all weekend. Your access to unparalleled Alina coverage is so easy at just over a dime a day. All of this for only $3.99 per month. Go to news-gazette.com now, click on the word subscribe, and get the instant Alina information anytime. Go Alina! There may be a lot of reasons to call a roofing company, but you don't always need a new roof. Bash Pepper Roofing specializes in maximizing your roofing investment. We want to protect your family and your business through all weather conditions with our quality roofing options. 
Call Bash Prepper Roofing for an honest opinion on the best options for your roofing needs, and we will customize a roofing plan for your home or business. As a locally owned business, we've proudly served East Central Illinois for the past 100 years. Bash Pepper Roofing, large or small, we cover them all. Belltone invites you to listen to some of the sounds you've been missing. For over 60 years, Belltone has been helping people hear better, and they've been dedicated to providing the best hearing care options available. Their network of professional hearing care practitioners and audiologists and their innovative solutions have already enabled millions of people to hear better. Listen again and you'll hear what you've been missing. Belltone. Visit your local Belltone in Champaign at 816 North Country Fair Drive or call 359-3331. Moving up on 522, Monday Night Sports Talk here on DWS. Steve Kelly with Matt Daniels, Scott Ritchie, Bob Osmussen has the evening off. Colin Likas is here doing some football coverage. Colin, good to have you on the show. How thanks, are you? Thanks for having me, Steve. Good. Yeah. How are you? Good. You spent some time over there this afternoon. You're also getting ready for high school football and other high school sports as well. But let's talk Illinois football. We mm-hmm. had some comments from uh, Brett Bielma yeah. about those Position changes that were obvious today. Of course, there's one that uh, we've talked about before with Isaiah Williams going to wide receiver. Of course. And there'll they'll be more, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. We'll hear more. Um, the, the two that are getting traction today, um, I think one's a little bigger than the other for multiple reasons, that being Virtus Brown. Moving from the offensive line to the defensive line, he started all eight games last year at right guard. So um, when you have a guy who regularly started for your team at a position, he goes and plays a different position. I, I think that's pretty noteworthy. Um, but Illinois has, and it's not just Illinois who does this, but Illinois has a recent history of moving linemen from one side of the ball to the other. It obviously worked really well for a guy like Kendrick Green getting drafted. I'm not comparing Kendrick Green to Virtus Brown, but they, they do both have colors for last names, so maybe maybe there's a comparison <laughs> to be made there. Um, but, yeah, shoring up a defensive line that, I mean, I don't know that you need shoring up per se. There's a lot of veterans coming back, but injuries have been an issue on that defensive line in the past, on the defensive side of the ball in general, so I don't think it can it can hurt to have a younger guy over on that side of the ball. So who does that – what does that factor in now, the, the defensive tackle? You've got Rod Perry right. back – uh, Jamal Woods. You got back. Jamal Woods. Yep. You moved Owen Carney off the line mm-hmm. already to open up a spot because he's an outside linebacker. Um, so you have to I, think he's going to be an edge rusher at times too, though, just in yeah. the scheme that uh, Ryan Walters uses. Yeah, I mean, I, I certainly think he'll find some role in in that defensive line. I don't think you move him over there just to ride the bench. Um, that doesn't seem to make a lot they of need sense some to cool, me. They need some cool. They need some cool name like. Uh, Bandit. I mean, they used mm-hmm. to have this position, you know, in the Beckman era it was the Leo and uh, yep. well, the the star the, has returned. Yeah, the star. Yeah, we were talking there about the go. star today, which the nick, is the nickel. Bill described it as basically the nickel, but could be a cornerback sometimes, could be a safety yeah. other times. Just call it the Butkus or something. There you go. Could give it there some you know. Illini tinge. The, the 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 Howard the the Simeon. <laughs> but a, as big as Virtus Brown is, and he's six three three thirty, mm-hmm. like he'll be in nose tackle in that three four yes, game. Exactly. So uh, behind, I guess right now we'd have to say he's behind Rod Perry and Calvin Avery or sort of the yeah, Calvin Avery. That's the one. I the the one to imagine. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen practice, and you know won't. But 
Yeah, you uh, guys got you got guys like Calvin Avery and and I'm not talking all nose tackles here, but you guys got got guys like Calvin Avery and Johnny Newton and um, right, Newton. and uh, Keith Randolph as well, who all saw time on the line last year. So, um, yeah, I, considering he started so much last year, I can't imagine he just goes to straight up sit on the bench. But yeah, like you said, there there are some guys that you would kind of have to fight through if he's going to be at that nose position. Talking Illinois football, today was the uh, first day of practice. They'll put the pads on later this week on Saturday. If you want to talk about that or anything else, phone line is open, 217-356-9397. We do have a caller. Hello. Go ahead. You're on the air. Yeah, this is Steve. And about 10 days ago, I heard Bob Osmussen talking to you from Barnes Hospital, and I hope he's doing well. You said he's taking the night off. He is taking the night off, and he is getting good care. That's good. Anyway, the other question I got, I'm fired up about the Illinois-Nebraska game because I think it's a big win if Illinois wins it. But I think Nebraska is underestimating how it would devastate their program if they lose it. I mean, you lose the first game of the year to Illinois, and, boy, that puts them on a roll. Well, it does. I don't know that they're underestimating the impact of a loss. I don't think they're even considering the fact <laughs> that they're going to lose that game, even though Illinois went out there and spanked him last year. They're, they're going to come in favored, I think, mm-hmm. in that game, uh, just because they're picked a little higher in the West Division. But uh, the way their fan base is, I don't think they're even considering the fact that they could lose coming to Champaign. But you're right, it would throw them back. But that's a huge game in my mind for both teams. No, I mean, right or wrong, and and I'm right about this in in tomorrow's paper, uh, but it it just seems like this game, it it sets the tone for the Brett Bielema era here at Illinois. Now, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing remains to be seen, but if Illinois can knock off Nebraska uh, for only the third time since Nebraska joined the Big Ten a decade ago, uh, that would instantaneously generate tons of goodwill for Illinois especially on that week zero game because there's only four other college football games going on that Saturday and Illinois Nebraska is the only one with power five teams playing one another so it's got an opportunity to really catapult Illinois into September and a chance to the the schedule in September just on paper is not daunting for Illinois Texas San Antonio is going to be a team that a lot of people think Illinois should beat but they're pretty decent they made a bowl game last year uh, road trip to Virginia will be interesting. First road game in the Brett Bielema era, then a Friday night game against Maryland, then a trip to Purdue are the other games in September. And if Illinois is able to knock off Nebraska and start 1-0, and call me optimistic this, but it's not a stretch. I'm going to take Bob's role on, on this show tonight and just be the eternal glass half full guy. But, you know, it's not crazy to think Illinois could go into October with a, a winning record if, if they're able to beat Nebraska in, in week zero. Anything else, Steve? No, but I just say, I think this could be a big rivalry game. If Illinois wins and Nebraska loses, they're going to be humiliated. Okay, appreciate the call. Thank you very much. Could be right on that. Uh, again, I don't think they're – I'm sure the team is taking the game more seriously than the fans are because uh, they've got that – they still think they're the Nebraska of the 1980s, I think. 1980s, 1970s, yeah. 1990s, uh, early 2000s, and then the Bill Callahan era started, and never <laughs> since then it's been – pretty pretty bad but it's it's just curious too because you think back Illinois since Nebraska joined the Big Ten they beat Nebraska twice one was last year in an empty Memorial Stadium out in Lincoln Nebraska now if the full capacity sellout crowd there maybe that game ends differently maybe it doesn't 
And then you think back to the other win in 2015 here in Champaign. That was a game that Nebraska kind of gift-wrapped Illinois at the end. Uh, I'm sure Nebraska fans still bring up to this day why Mike Riley decided to throw the ball with Tommy Armstrong Jr. instead of run the ball to try to run the clock out. And then Nebraska's secondary just went non-existent, and Illinois was able to rally in that epic comeback there in, in 2015. Other games, though, Nebraska's pretty well dominated uh, Illinois. Although, you think back to 2019, too, that was a game Illinois was up, what, 35-21, Saturday night game here in Champaign, and Adrian Martinez put on a show. And I think that's going to be the huge X factor in this game is which Adrian Martinez is going to show up for Nebraska. Is it going to be the guy that got a lot of Heisman hype uh, early on in his career? Is it going to be the guy that lost his starting job because of he wasn't consistent enough on the field? And Illinois seen really really good Adrian Martinez and then they saw Adrian Martinez who kind of came in at the end of last year's blowout they so. might not have lost that game if they'd have waited one more week to bench him because That's he's, true. He, he's really played <laughs> well very like, true. against Illinois let's go back to the phones hey you're on Monday Night Sports Talk go ahead okay it's Carl I was just wondering it's with 97 career wins already I mean I figure Brent Brelema is going to win at least three games this season is there going to be any kind of recognition for his 100th game, do you think? Anybody thought about that? I mean, I honestly have not even considered it, but I'm sure. It'll get like, mentioned in the game notes. Yeah, like they'll they'll mention that it was his 100th win, but 97 of a, them came at Wisconsin and Arkansas, so I'm not sure how much Illinois. They'll put out a graphic on social media, I'm sure. Yeah. I don't know that. Well, we'll I, be- play it I believe on my freshman year, I think it was my freshman year, Wu Henson. Uh, won his 300th game, and uh, they asked the people to stay because when it, when the game was won, so they could witness the special presentation. So I was just wondering about that. I think if he's still here when he wins his 400th game, they'll do that. But the or the 200th game or whatever, I guess 200th game. At, with just three wins in Illinois, I doubt that they'll do that at this point. But especially, that, especially well, with the hundredth career win, I got he you. hadn't won. The, you know, so yeah. I mean, if it, if it happens, um, you know, what's their their final home games? Northwestern. If it happens after the at the in the regular season finale, I don't know if there's going to be a lot of pomp and circumstance and fireworks shot off in late November. But if it heck, if it happens at Virginia, I'm sure that'll be played up quite a bit. Uh, that he won his 100th career well, game. Well, I mean, I was just thinking about a minor thing, some kind of presentation and recognition of that. All but right. anyway. Yep, girl, appreciate it. Thanks for the call. It is 532 WDWS Champaign-Urbana. Colin Likas working some Illinois football again this year and – don't look now, but uh, you, know, <laughs> you know better than anybody. Uh, the high school season just around the corner. That's going to happen soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, August 27th, first kickoffs right before so Illinois and Nebraska. Weekend, yeah. Yep, okay. same week- weekend. We'll have a few games on that Saturday as well. But, yeah, week one kickoff, 27th, full nine weeks plus playoffs. Be good to have the postseason return after what happened last spring and uh, try to have some kind of regular season here. State championship games are in DeKalb this year. Think so. Yeah, they're into Cal. They get champagne Should next be. year. Can yes. you make any projections on team strengths based on last season? Because it was so 
discombobulated. Can you tell who's going to be good? You can try. I mean, yeah. that's kind of what we always try to guess. It's kind of the same process as during a, a, a typical, you know, bounce back, except we have even less time to try and project. I mean, certainly the kids are going to be maybe a little more prepared than they might otherwise be just because there's, it's so recently been ingrained into them, all the football reps and, and the systems and the things like that. But, again, some of these kids are going to be really tired because they just pretty much ran through a three- or four-sport season. Um, yeah, I mean, I would say you don't sleep on the traditionally good teams, your Monticellos and your Unities and your Mohammeds and schools like that. Arcola should be good again this year, I think. Um, of course, I'm curious to see what, what happens a little more locally. Um, Centennial has been very young for the last two years, and hopefully they their youth finally has grown up and they can bounce back. Champaign Central is trying to bounce back from a, a winless season, and Urbana is trying to bounce back from not playing at all, and now they have a new coach. Uh, so there's a lot of questions to be answered over here locally, but you can't count out those those smaller schools around our area that traditionally make playoff pushes. Since you cover both, have you had any conversations with uh, area high school coaches about Brett Bielma and the way he's reaching out to Illinois high school coaches? I mean, really the only coach locally that I've talked to about it in depth is Mike Allen over at Gibson City because right. he has an athlete who's now verbally committed there. Uh, Iroquois West also has an athlete committed there. They're a little more fringe for us, but you got Clayton Leonard, uh, an offensive lineman committed from up there in Gilman. Uh, but Gibson City with Aiden Lawfrey, who was gaining a ton of Big Ten interest, had offers from four or five Big Ten schools. Um, and, yeah, just listening to, to Mike Allen talk about him, it sounds like Illinois staff has just done a fantastic job, which is the vibe I've gotten from a lot of different coaches that I've talked to, um, not just in this area but outside it. Uh, George McDonald's a guy who I've heard very highly about uh, just the recruiting prowess that he's brought in, and he's been attached to a lot of these guys who have uh, committed verbally in the class of 22. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's all been positive so far. The speculation coming in was, well, it sounds good, but we really hope that they can follow through on – you know, this promise, and I think starting off with that phone call to the High School Coaches Association head the first day kind of just set that tone, and they've really just followed through on the promise so far. George McDonald is the guy that uh, seems to have kept his Illinois connections from having played here and then coaching for a while at NIU, and uh, we had him on the uh, mm -hmm. Saturday show, and he's very impressive in my mind with what they're getting done so far. Yeah, it seems, and, uh, you know, when you think of, of Brett Bielema's tenure so far at Illinois, it was pretty clear, even from the day Illinois announced his hiring, he was coming here with a plan. And, and that plan has evolved uh, as the days and months have gone by. But he's kind of stayed true to that as well and, and making in-state recruiting uh, a heavy focus and, and filling out his staff with guys like George McDonald and Kevin Kane and Ryan Walters and, and guys that they, their roots are in college football. They, they know what the recruiting cycle is like. They know how to adapt. They know what they're looking for in, in players and prospects. And sure, I, I guess you'd like to see Illinois get in contention for a four or five star kid right now, but for a first class, they've built a pretty solid foundation, I would say off of it. And Obviously, with any recruiting class, you're not going to know the full results of it for until two or three years down the road after they graduate high school and, and enroll at Illinois. But it, just in, from the optics standpoint and just generating some goodwill again among the high school coaches in the state, I think Brett Bielema and his staff have, have done a solid job so far. This was just the first day of practice. Saturday is the first day of pads. What are some of the things in your reporter's notebook that, uh, <laughs> that you'd like to see 
as practice moves on. Things that I would like to see. I mean, besides it, practice itself. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> I, I you don't see you just don't see that much in fifteen to twenty minutes. You can see position right. group changes. You see guys playing in positions or practicing in positions where they normally wouldn't. A guy like Virtus Brown, a guy like Shimon Cooper, who practiced at outside linebacker today instead of at his more traditional linebacker role. Uh, but I mean, it's just like with spring practices. Ultimately. I, I don't know if there's anything I really expect to see or really right. want to see. I mean, obviously you'd prefer that Bielema and his staff and the kids all have positive vibes coming off the field. You don't see guys shoving each other or right. throwing hands or anything like that. I mean, that you want to see those positive vibes that have built up over the course of this uh, this December to July period continue to, to permeate through August. I mean, ultimately, I just want to hear what the guys have to say more than anything. I'm more curious about what comes out of their mouth than the 15 minutes of practice time that we get to actually watch them. Um, and the thing is, uh, it just based off this first day, it seems like Bielema and his players and whichever assistants we might get to talk to, they seem like they're going to be they're going to give us some good, you know, general assessments of everything that's going on. But I think they're going to stay pretty tight-lipped on schematic things and uh, really any specifics. I mean, the biggest thing I think we got today was Jake Hansen acknowledging, yeah, we've done some three four which is like okay we, we <laughs> yeah we knew that was going to be a thing but like listening to tony adams he's like i don't, don't want to reveal too much i don't want to reveal too much but you, you know it's going to be it's going to be exciting the cat will be out of the bag in nebraska so right. wait for that the fact that we know we know and college football world knows nothing about this Illinois <laughs> team is exactly that's what they where, want exactly where they want it yeah that's what brett bielema wants i yeah. mean why especially when a team is coming off another struggling season, when the team hasn't had a truly amazing season in some time, why would you want to give away a ton of stuff just for the benefit of local beat writers and local local fans? I mean, people we're all going to come out and see the opener and the subsequent games anyway, so we'll learn along with everybody else. But w that won't stop us from speculating or guessing what's going on because that's just part of the, the job these days. Good stuff, Colin. Appreciate your time. Yep, thanks for having we'll me. We're going to let... Uh, let you get back to your real job so Matt doesn't get you in trouble there. <laughs> All good. Colin like us at uh, 539. We'll take a break. We'll keep the phone lines open if you'd like to join us. 217-356-9397. This is Monday Night Sports Talk on DWS. Renewal by Anderson. When it came time to replace our old drafty windows, we opted for quality with style installed by professionals. Renewal by Anderson. I'm Sam Harry Anderson, and August is your last chance for summer savings. Get 10% off your window or door project or 25% off your entire house project with two easy payment options. Payments as low as $179 or no money down, no payments, and no interest for 24 months. That's over two years. You're going to love the savings and comfort in your home with your new windows from Renewal by Anderson. 10% off your window or door project or 25% off your entire house project. Last chance summer savings on now. Visit us at our showroom on Farmington Road or online at RenewalByAnderson.com. Renewal by Anderson. We love our new windows. Basement with a Y. That's basement E. It's basement T. Basement E. It's basement T. Oh, basement T. Basement T. I get it. That's the basement waterproofing and foundation repair experts at Woods Basement Systems. Right. The all things basement T experts at Woods Basement Systems will provide you a free estimate and dry out that wet basement and fix that cracked foundation. Call 800-388-9326 or go online to WoodsBasementSystems.com. That's WoodsBasementSystems.com. 
There's live entertainment at this year's Illinois State Fair. Comedian Gabriel Fluffy Iglesias. I Love the 90s Tour featuring Vanilla Ice, Naughty by Nature, Bone Thugs and Harmony, Coolio, and more. And don't forget your stage side party tickets, only $30. Party before the show, then be the first into the concert. Plus, get your Mega Pass or Jumbo Pass now. Get your Grandstand tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Grandstand Ticket Office. The 2021 Illinois State Fair, August 12th through the 22nd in Springfield. Now is the perfect time to start scheduling back-to-school physicals. Give your kid a healthy start to the school year. This year, Christie Clinic is offering Saturday school physical clinics at Christie Clinic in Champaign on Windsor and Christie Clinic in Muhammad. For dates and locations, visit ChristieClinic.com. School physicals are by appointment only. To schedule an appointment, send a message on your My Christie Patient Portal. If your wardrobe is in need of some updates, stop into Joseph Coons today and take advantage of their Customer Rewards Program running now through September 30th. Once you reach $1,000 in purchases, you'll receive 30% off your next visit for your entire purchase used within 30 days. Joseph Coons carries everything a man needs from slacks to shirts, sport coats to suits, and all the accessories in regular and tall sizes. Stop in today. Joseph Kuhn Men's Store, 33 East Main in downtown Champaign, your suit headquarters. Welcome back to the program. We're with you until 6 o'clock tonight, Monday night sports talk. It'll be the Esquire coming up in September, heading up. back out and amongst them, Matthew. You ready for that? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what it's like to uh, to be uh, at the Esquire. I haven't been there since. Uh, I've, I've had I lunch know the there exact day, two, Mar- March March ninth, twenty twenty. Brad Dancer, the Illinois men's tennis coach, was our guest at the Esquire. The last show we had there, and I have not been back in a building. I've been in a restaurant a few times to pick up to go orders, but I haven't actually sat down in a restaurant in the last seventeen months now. So. Yeah, no, not ready. Complete brutal honesty. Not ready for that, but uh, we will. And uh, looking forward to getting back out and seeing some familiar faces. Hopefully everyone go gets their shots. Another, and uh, uh, looking forward to that. Another programming note, the Brett Bielmo radio show on this station and Light Rock 97.5 will be on Wednesday nights Ooh, okay. this season from 7 to 8. Learfield production there, Brian Barnhart, the host. I like that. It, it kind of... Uh, as we, you know, give our analysis of a coach's radio show. But uh, <laughs> Wednesdays, I feel it's a good bridge just because Mondays sometimes, especially if you're coming off a tough loss or even a really good win, uh, you're still kind of feeling the effects of that from that Saturday and haven't really digested or dived into, you know, looking ahead to that upcoming game on Saturday. So Wednesday's kind of like a nice, you know, it's cooling all, off period yeah. from that Saturday and then a chance to really kind of dive into that upcoming game. It's all about when the coach wants to do it. That too, he's got ultimate. Lovey liked uh, to get all the media obligations done on Monday. As soon as he could. <laughs> <laughs> get that done and uh, and talk about last week's game bef- before he even thought about this week's game. And th- you're right, though. This way, midweek, mm-hmm. you, they've, they've put in the game plan for the yeah. next game. So that uh, will be that. Let's turn our addition or our attention to uh, some basketball talk in Inside Illini Basketball, episode 161. <laughs> Thanks what, for the shout-out. <laughs> what would you talk about? 
Uh, I mean, a lot of it was draft related. You know, it was just my time in Chicago covering IO's draft party, and then you know a little bit of looking ahead. Like, will I be attending a draft party in 2022? And then I told Jim Rosso that's going to be really dependent on if he's willing to send me to New York or Puerto Rico, where those draft parties <laughs> might be happening. Uh, so TBD on that one. Uh, but or Jamaica. Yeah, uh, I mean, right. I, he's got more ties to New York, I guess. Yeah, his is, mom and I think his aunt are, are yeah. all in New York. This but. is where your influence as a beat writer should come in, Scott. You should just convince Kofi Coburn and Andre Corbello next year if they do have NBA draft parties, just to have them in Champagne. I mean, I mean, they're gonna. Pr- they've already. They're profiting off their name, image, likeness in Champagne. Why not? Uh, I know they're not gonna do that. I mean, that's, I think it's a real stretch, but you know. Right now, I mean, if you look at it, you know, the 2022 mock drafts were released uh, very early Friday morning. Probably on your drive back yeah. from Chicago. B- because why wait? But Andre Curbelo was projected, has already been projected as a, right now at least, as an early second round pick in ESPN's 2022 mock. And, you know, the expectation, I think just from every corner, is that he's going to have a terrific sophomore season. So obviously he has to go out and do that. Um, the same with Kofi Coburn. He has to kind of go out and show that he's addressed some of the questions that NBA organizations had this time around where it was becoming clear that he probably was not going to be drafted. Well, certainly and rightly so, the fact that the news is out that he's coming back to Illinois has changed the preseason projections for the Fighting Illini. Yeah, I mean, they might have snuck into the bottom of the top 25 in the preseason probably not would have been my guess um but with Kofi back with Andre Corbello with two well technically three super seniors and Trent Frazier DeMonte Williams and Alfonso Plummer is a super senior just using his last year elsewhere um it's an interesting roster and I think Omar Payne will play a role Jacob Grandison as well Austin Hutcherson uh, who might be one of the most polarizing basketball <laughs> players that's yet to play a game for Illinois. A lot of people are very high on him. Others are questioning you know, what he'll do after not playing for two years. Uh, but that's a team that, on paper, is, I think, you know, at least a top ten team. But they will, I mean, I if they're not ranked somehow, like I, I question like what's happening with the rest of the voters. I will be voting for Illinois. Um, Homer. <laughs> I will be voting for Illinois, not as a homer, but as someone that just, you know, gets it. And <laughs> we'll just see where they land. But I think top 10 is certainly in play. Top 15, almost, I think, almost assuredly. I, I, I'd be well, surprised it, if they fall further. It's such an interesting roster just based on the fact you have Trent Frazier and DeMonte Williams back going into their fifth year in, in the program, and, and you know what you're going to get out of each of those guys and, and seeing how DeMonte Williams handled coming off the bench last season as well and, and what Jacob Grandison brought to the starting lineup too. And then you add in two more guards in Alfonso Plummer and Austin Hutcherson who, again, and I, I listened to some of your, your podcasts already this morning. Um, yes, people are going to say positive things about summer workouts. That's the the words going to leak out from Ubbin because I don't think you're going to want to leak out. Man, Alfonso Plummer just shot horribly today. <laughs> so, um, But it just brings up an interesting dynamic because Plummer and Hutcherson 
are outside shooters. And that was an area that Illinois struggled with at times last year. And, and we've all seen Trent Frazier go off at times in games. DeMonte Williams was super efficient from the three-point line, wasn't the volume shooter that Trent Frazier can be or Alfonso Plummer can be as well. And then, like you said, Scott, Hutcherson to me kind of seems like the big X factor in this season just because – You've been waiting for him to play at Illinois for so long ever since he transferred. He had to sit out season in 2019-20 and then missed all of last year with a back injury. And now you're thinking, okay, a guy who hasn't played a competitive college basketball game, albeit at the Division Three level in more than two years, what's he going to be like getting thrown into the fire there? And I don't know if, if he can provide just a... You know, it, the thing is, is Brad Underwood has so many potential lineups to choose from and so many potential players to kind of fit into whatever rotations they want to use that um, you certainly got to – you're going to mix and match, I think, early in November and December. And then once a Big Ten play rolls around for good, that's the, you know, eight, nine-man rotation you want to go with. Yeah, and a good thing, you know, for Brad Underwood is he doesn't care who starts, so he'll be <laughs> free with his, you know, How many times do you think he's going to say that this season? Uh, I don't know. Someone will ask him probably every time we get a chance to. I will roll my eyes because we'll get the same answers. Like he has said it since he got here. It's like that's the one thing that well, there's more than one thing, but it's one of the things that he just really has no time for. Well, he shows it every game at the uh, 16 minute timeout. <laughs> there's always at least two, two guys, or <laughs> two guys, three. three guys ready to come in, and that's fine. You know, you're going to get some playing time. He mentioned, and, and certainly NIL is in the news these days, but you see, hear what happened today over in Columbus with a quarterback who is the number one prospect nationally in the 2022 class and said to be perhaps the number one recruit that Ohio State has ever, ever, think about that, <laughs> has ever had. No pressure. Yeah, his name is... Um, Best football player ever. That's yes, his name. well, he's a senior in high school or will be. <laughs> a senior in high school. He has decided he's from the state of Texas. He decided he's not going to uh, to play a senior year. He's going to graduate early and get on up to Columbus because of NIL opportunities that aren't available to him in Texas. His name is Quinn Ewers, E-W-E-R-S. Quinn Moneybags. Yeah. I mean, there's already talk that's like he'll get seven figures. And he might be the starter by the time – the season starts, then you're going to have a couple other quarterbacks in the transfer portal <laughs> when that happens. But uh, to get it, they start practice tomorrow uh-huh. in Columbus, and he's going to be there. Now, is he behind? Absolutely, because you had guys that yeah. went through spring and all. But Well, and just in terms of the, the rich getting richer, and like Quinn Ewers would have wound up in Columbus eventually, but right. just in the last month, essentially, they had obviously him as the number, number one quarterback you know, in the country in the class of 2022. But then they got the number two overall recruit in the class of 2021, made a very late decision, um, JT Tui Maloa out of Washington. Said that with confidence. I I, I just went with it. <laughs> I got it right, too. But, you know, he's a defensive lineman, you know, five-star, and could have been the number one prospect overall in his class. And right. Yeah, I mean, everyone's chasing Ohio State in, in yeah. the Big Ten. And, and, and they're not – it's like – Ohio State is Usain Bolt, and the rest of the Big Ten is everyone else that ran the 100 against Usain Bolt. <laughs> nice Olympic comparison there, Scotty. Yeah, yeah Usain Bolt and the three of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it is. It, it's just astounding to see what started under Urban Meyer is now even taking a further step up under Ryan Day. And I guess for those that were questioning Ryan Day when he got a 
disappointed the the head coach at Ohio State are probably kind of second guessing themselves for any skepticism they might have had because he's not only kept Ohio State at the top of the Big Ten, but he's also elevated the stature of that program where they're among the likes of Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, vying for the, the nation's best players every year. we got a few more topics. Need to take one more break. We'll do that. Stay with us back after this on Monday Night Sports Talk. I'm Chaz Holder from Holder Wealth Management. A successful long-term wealth plan requires more than just portfolio management. Choosing the correct investments is important, but it is just one piece of the puzzle. Many of us are concerned about whether we have sufficient savings for retirement. If our estate plans are protecting against taxation, can we afford to send our kids to college? Not to mention that just about every transaction, investment or otherwise, has some type of tax implication. The road to long-term financial success has many different turns, and most of us could use a trusted guide. At Holder Wealth Management, we have expertise in financial planning, taxation, and estate planning. We are more than simply portfolio managers, helping our clients navigate all of life's important decisions. Give us a call at 217-398-4015 and let us at Holder Wealth Management help you plan for long-term success. When selling your home with Ryan Dallas Real Estate, nothing is left to chance. Simply receive an offer with my guaranteed offer program and close in just 21 days. No showings, no stress, just results. This is Ryan Dallas. Put my team, the number one team for home sold and the number one team in client satisfaction, to work for you. There's a reason we outsell the competition year after year. Proven results, excellent service, all backed by my guaranteed offer. Call Ryan Dallas Real Estate today and let's get started. Dutch Boy's new Platinum Plus paint with Stain Shield technology has the performance you expect from a luxury paint at a price you didn't. Platinum Plus is up to 50% more washable and stain resistant than a leading premium paint in satin sheen. Superiority ranges from 24 to 50% depending on sheen selected. Platinum Plus keeps your walls looking new longer. Menards and Dutch Boy paint have you covered. Go ahead, live your life. Right now at Menards, get 11% off everything, including Dutch Boy paint. Today is your day to make a difference. AARP is here in Illinois working hard to make it an even better place to live, work, and play. You can help us too. Get involved as an AARP volunteer. Help advocate for the issues that matter in our state and community, which could improve the quality of life for yourself and the people around you. For more information on ways you can get involved in your local community, visit aarp.org near you. Butch here. ServePro, the name you have trusted for 30 years with your restoration needs, are adding members to our Urbana and Danville teams. Are you tired of doing the same thing day after day? No two days are the same at ServePro. The rewards of helping families get back to, like it never even happened, adds to your job satisfaction. Come join the team voted number one in the 2020 People's Choice for Restoration two years in a row. Please call 217-355-0077 to set up an interview or online at servproshampaignurbana.com. It's about four minutes before six on this edition of Monday Night Sports Talk here on DWS. Steve Kelly, Matt Daniels, Scott Ritchie, thanks to Colin Likas, who substituted tonight a bit, talking football for Bob Osmussen. Some other notes on the uh, Monday night schedule. The 72nd Illinois PGA, Illinois Open, I'm sorry, the Illinois Open Golf Tournament is underway. A golf tournament that Mike Small has won four times. 
and would be one of the favorites in any year. It's being played in Aurora at Stonebridge Country Club. The leader after the first round is a young uh, guy named T.K. Kelly, no relation, (laughs) (laughs) at minus six. Mike Small, though, is in fifth place after an opening round of 69 today, minus three. Some other guys with local ties in it. Derek Meinhart, who uh, plays out of Mattoon, is tied for sixth. Tommy Cool is in the field as well, tied for 19. Varun Chopra of Champaign, who played his final year at Northwestern, is in the field. He was in the afternoon wave. That's going on the 72nd Illinois Open Golf Tournament in the state of Illinois. That includes professionals like Mike Small and amateurs as well. It's... uh, I forget if it's three or four rounds, but the first round is being played today. What what a perfect day in the, for the second day of August. Yeah, exactly. And, and kudos, too, to, to Thomas Peters and Thomas Dietrich, yes. the former line uh, in the Olympics, that uh, their rounds wrapped up either late Saturday night or early Sunday morning, uh, depending on where you live, because uh, they're over in Tokyo. But I believe both of them finished in the top 20 uh, in the Olympics over there. And uh, staying on that, Front two, uh, Jordan Poulter and Michelle Barch-Hackley on the U.S. Men- women's volleyball team. They're into the quarterfinals. I know, I know Poulter hurt her ankle, though, in, in the last match. Uh, her dad, I believe, posted on Facebook today that they took x-rays. They're negative. So she should play in their quarterfinal match coming up, I believe, late Tuesday night. I mean, I don't really know like, <laughs> when they'll actually play at this point. You know, that 14-hour time difference is tricky. But uh, you, know, you think back to... Jordan's senior year injured her ankle and then led Illinois to a win at Nebraska. So uh, I, I, if she can go at all, like she will tough it out and, and get on the court. When, when's the volleyball schedule coming out, Scott? It, it's August. Yeah, and they'll play. They're going to start playing in August. Yeah, there's. I mean, they're, they're playing in some tournaments where like th- those schedules have been released, but I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. Um, I'm still waiting for the basketball schedule as well. So we should have that at some point this month but if we're back on a normal college basketball scheduling schedule um so i'm not sure TBD. normal works anymore uh, nor- normal adjacent <laughs> yeah or just maybe not scheduling games three days before you play them <laughs> right baseball news the cardinals cubs and white Sox all off tonight the cubs in their sell off the white Sox are in good <laughs> shape and the Cardinals apparently are Cardinals trying are to floundering. No, they're, they're trying to, to up their AARP membership just by mired in mediocrity this year. Signing a couple of old pitchers. Yeah, both J. A. Happ and John Lester will pitch in the, the coming series. The so only positive recapture I've, that 2011 the only magic. Po- the only positive I'm taking out of this Lester Happ trade is that they can eat up the innings that would go to younger guys and not. They won't get injured. The younger guys wouldn't get injured now since they can have this. Lester starts tomorrow. Hap on Wednesday. They're going to this. So now they got Wainwright and three lefties in the starting rotation. Real quick, what are you guys working on? A lot of Illinois football coverage coming up. Uh, a lot of high school sports coverage coming up still. Just look out for that in the pages of the News Gazette. Appreciate it. Scott Ritchie, Matt Daniels. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Steve. Thanks to Colin Likas as well. Shout out to Bob Osmussen. Hope to talk to you soon. This is WDWS Champaign-Urbana. Thanks for listening to Monday Night Sports Talk. Have a good evening, everybody.